How do you know what to believe? Good morning, everybody. Today is Sunday, the 19th of April, 2020. My name is Reverend David Ibiayo, Rector of St. Chad Vange and Priest in Charge of St. Margaret's Bowers Gifford with not Benfleet. And these are my thoughts. We receive phone calls now and again, and we have to decide how to respond. The following is an example of the kind of conversation some people have been part of as a result of a phone call they received. Good morning, Mr. Jones. I'm calling from your bank. We have just noticed an unusual transaction on your account, and we wanted to confirm if you made the transaction. Can you please confirm your bank account details? the issue date and the expiry date of your bank card, and the last three digits on the back of your bank card. We need these details urgently so that we can stop the transaction with your permission if it wasn't you that made the transaction. We need to be quick about this. Some people become alarmed and for the perceived fear of losing money from the bank account, they have been quick to give all the details requested of them without asking any questions. And as a result of this, they have fallen for a scam. Just if doubt came to mind for them, they would have questioned more of what was asked of them. At times like this, doubt is surely our best friend. So many news stories are put out daily and it sometimes gets confusing when there are different takes on the same story. Who should we believe and what should we believe? We are then left with the puzzle of finding out which story is true. Having doubt about information we receive is not necessarily a bad thing because our doubts can save us from believing in what is false. Because if we believe in what is false unknowingly, it means we have been deceived without knowing, and this can never be beneficial to us. We read in the Bible, John chapter 20, verses 24 to 29, about Thomas, a disciple of Jesus Christ, who had his doubt when he heard that Jesus Christ had risen from death to life. He said, unless I see the nail marks in his hand and put my finger where the nails were, and put my hand into his side, I will not believe it. Thomas later on met Jesus, and Jesus said to him, Put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. As a result of the evidence that Thomas saw, he believed. Jesus then said, Because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Sometimes we need evidence to believe, for evidence builds our faith. And sometimes we need faith to believe. For true faith, we are proved right. But it mustn't be a misplaced faith. There has to be good grounds for us to believe by faith. We read in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, And without faith, it is impossible to please God, 
because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. In this world we live in, some people have the intention to fool others for their own benefit, while some have good intentions. May we be blessed with discernment to know what to believe and what not to believe, who to trust and who not to trust. Take care, keep safe, and remain blessed. Amen.